Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsi, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA, private level, and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Torcano, your host, founder, and CEO of Ecomsi. And today, we bring another special guest. His name is Kaman, and he's the CEO and founder of MC One Step, which is one of the top leading agencies in the space when it comes to helping you with all the creative side of your Amazon business, which we know actually is pretty much 80% of the success when it comes to driving the, the conversions and then, you know, helping the client make a decision if your product is the right choice or not. So that's why I wanted to bring Kamal on board today because he has a ton of experience when it comes to this. And I know his team is very well known in the space for that as well. So yeah, Kamal, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you doing, my friend? Yeah. Thank you so much, Vince. And I'm super excited to be here. And thank you so much for the introduction. So, yeah, I'm glad to talk about uh, traffic conversions, you know, how you can boost your uh, traffic and conversion using the Amazon creatives, different strategies, you know, that we have been working in the past, you know, few years that have been bringing results. So I'm super excited to speak about, you know, to, the, to this topic. Awesome. So now before we jump in, into that, let's start with a little bit about you. As I do with all my guests, I, I think it would be great to have a quick intro about who is Kamal and how you basically came up with the idea of founding your company, MC One Step. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I started selling on Amazon in back in 2015. Uh, started as a retail arbitrage. It's some online arbitrage, you know, ended up doing wholesale. And eventually, you know, sooner I realized that if I want to scale my Amazon brand, you know, I need to do the private label. So I started selling on Amazon private label products, you know, a couple of them failed initially, and, you know, and finally, you know, I found some traction. But at the same time, when I was selling on Amazon, I was building a community of Amazon sellers around me in Canada. So I was hosting different meetup groups like in Edmonton, you know, Calgary, Vancouver, you know, Toronto, Montreal. So I was you know, organizing meetup groups and the community started to grow really fast and people were asking me like hey who does your uh images who does your you know ppc who does your you know um like shipment uh, people were asking me like lots and lots of you know uh you know asking me for help and i was like you know i was referring them to different people was like, hey exactly. if you want ppc go to this guy if you want images he's my freelancer if you want so that kind of gave me an idea that you know maybe we should you know i should mm -hmm be doing something on my you know on my own instead of instead of just you know sending people to different you know companies so that's how you know amz one step was born and sooner we were like you know initially we were like providing all different services but but sooner we realized that people are really enjoying the creative services that we had because you know the design was good it was converting really well my team of designers that i was working with you know they were really really good so so people started to come back for creative so six or you know six months you know after we shifted our entire focus to amazon creatives uh, only so now we're you know as we mentioned we're one of the top leading creatives company in the business for almost uh, six years 
um yeah so that's about me and uh, amz one step and if you that's want <laughs> I mean, what a story to be honest, it, it be, and and it reflects so much um, relate to your story in, in the sense that you know the reason why I also did my agency was because of that. I was going to events, webinars, and all of that. People are say, "Who are you using for this? Who are you using for that? How you do that?" And then I say, "Wait a minute! Like you, you actually can also make money selling your knowledge and your experience, and it, it's great that you actually saw the opportunity and took action because so many people." You know, see it, but they don't actually execute, and you you done an amazing job with that. Um, now let's jump into the topic, which is you know everything regarding creatives and how we take advantage of traffic on, on Amazon, because I think um, a lot of times people think that the issue is that they're having is traffic, like they spend all this money on PPC, on Google Ads, influencer market, all of that. But realistically, the issue is the foundation, which is how the product is visualized uh, by clients, right? In, in the form of images, in the form of the video, the copy and all of that. And realistically, that's, uh, I would say, always like 80, 90% of what really drives um, the success on Amazon, having really good creatives, the, the way you communicate with the tonality and you convey the, the, the needs of the customer and all those kind of things. But at the same time, that has to be backed up by data, right? So... I guess to set the ground and, and open the conversation, like with uh, with all these years you guys been doing creatives, uh, what are some of the things you you've been seeing that are really moving the the needle the most when it comes to conversion? What are some of those elements? Yeah, I think if you're looking at uh, you know the biggest needle moving thing in your creatives, or you call it like eighty twenty rule. It should it should be your main image. You know, do okay. lots of uh, you know testing on your main image. You know, once uh, you know. So main image alone is responsible for, you know, the most amount of traffic that you get. You know, if people don't come to your listing, they're not going to look at your A plus content. Exactly. They're not going to look at, you know, your listing or other images or the videos, no matter how good, you, good your product is. If your main image is not able to drive traffic, you know, uh, if it's not able to increase the click through rate, you know, no matter how good of a product or listing you have, it's not going to work. So main image is one of the most important things that, you know, um, that you can do as an Amazon seller, which can move the needle like instantly, right? So, uh, and there are lots of ways to to do that. There's like, uh, you can use like third-party softwares like PickFu, mm -hmm. there's new one in TeleV out there working really well. You can use manager experiments. So do lots of split testing, you know, to see which image is bringing you the most amount of traffic. And don't just stop there. Always keep going back to the keyword that you're targeting. Like look at what are the other main competitors, you know, what, what kind of new concepts that others are trying, which can, you know, potentially harm your uh, click-through rate. So it's not just one-time thing. It's a Constant, you know, consistent process, you know, that should be optimized, you know, uh, every single uh, month. Mm -hmm. If you have a very competitive product, you know, if you have like a decent product, you're the best seller. Maybe you know, uh, every quarter you should be doing the optimizations, you know, uh, for your main image. By optimization, I don't necessarily mean that you have to change uh, your main image, but always keep testing in the back end, like you know, using third-party softwares. You know, you know, once you find the winner, winning picture, you know. You can just change that. So that is the biggest, you know, uh, needle moving, uh, needle moving thing that I see. You mm -hmm. know, at least in the you know ninety five percent of Amazon sellers, you know, if they could change the main, yeah. it's going to uh, you know change the game. You know, for, for awesome. 
Now, when it comes to the main image, at the same time, um, you know, some people, of course, start to be mindful that, yes, that's definitely the way to go when it comes to split testing, but they struggle to come up with variations of the current main image. What I mean by variations, like, should I do it with this angle? Should I do it with a shadow? Should I do it with a box? Should I do it with this and that? So I, I'm pretty sure that you, know, you guys now that have done this thousands of times, you have identified where some of usually the elements you want to test in terms of angles uh, and things like that. So what are some of the main elements you think, like when it comes to a main image, you want to split test? Like what are some of those things maybe you want to test? Yeah. So there are different strategies or different concepts that you can do, you know, when it comes to the main image. But the main purpose of the main image is, is two different things. If the buyer... Is on is, is shopping on a desktop or laptop. What you want to do? Your goal is to break the pattern, okay. And if the buyer is shopping on a cell phone, your goal is to stop the scroll, exactly. right? And how you can do that is the concept is exactly the same. For example, you know there are some categories where everybody is using you know Amazon compliant image. Everybody's like product on white background. They're not doing anything fancy. Fancy. So just you by you know changing a little bit of things you know could do the thing you know it could it could have the impact because everyone is amazon compliant on the other side if you see uh, some other categories or which are really competitive everybody is you know using some gray hat techniques using graphics and you know, some are using some labels to make their main image stand out so it's like a very noisy right so how do you stand out from that you know how do you break the pattern there is going to be a little bit difficult but in in you know in in the end, it all depends on you know how you want to break the pattern, and every keyword you know has a different pattern breaking uh, okay. you know, yeah. images. So uh, I have broken it down to like fourteen different strategies uh, you know that can you know Amazon sellers use uh, to break the pattern. But which strategy would work for Amazon seller really depends yeah. on what their competitors are doing. If their competitor, you know, we have to do something different. But at the yeah. same time, our product should be very clearly, you know, uh, telling the other person like what exactly we're selling. That's number mm -hmm. one. Number two, and we should be telling that in in less than two seconds, right? If they're spending too much time on just looking at the image, you know, trying to figure out what exactly is the product, what is the unique selling proposition, you know, it's too slow or too late. People are gonna, you know, go to the other listings. So, so yeah, so it really depends on, you know what your competitors are doing and how you can break Awesome. Yeah, actually, one example came to my mind. I, I remember this brand, Angry Orange, that got sold by hundreds of millions of dollars. One of the strategies, they were using this right, very uh, peach color orange when it comes to packaging, right? For, uh, just to give an example, like, of course, that's also part of the packaging, but that goes to, to the point of what you mentioned, breaking the pattern. If everybody's using, I don't know, like, um, blue as a color on their image like i don't know pink or something that really breaks the pattern and really catch your eye to to drive that click right towards um that image um now when it comes to images as well um something i get asked a lot is like how do you think you can achieve the best conversion in terms of the the, the asset use on the image what do i mean by this some people lately has been using 3D rendering for the images. Some people is using photography. Some people is using AI. So, what are your take? What is your take on that? Because I mean, 
all of them really see uh, can look nice, you know. Yeah. But I'm sure maybe you already have some insights about what realistically is been driving the best results in, in the long term. So do you have maybe something you can share regarding like like what kind of assets you should be using on the image? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I would definitely you know love to uh, dive deeper into that just to connect with with the, what you what you just said about uh, Thrasio's you know angry orange yeah. product. You know, um, this is exact same example. You know, I could relate to that so much because we had you know one of our um, you know partners. We were speaking about like, hey, what what kind of different strategies you know we can use mm -hmm. to make your main image stand out. But you know, before you even think about the main image, if you are watching this video and you are trying to launch a new product. Or if you're trying to, you know, um, you know, in in future, if you will come up new new product, you know, product itself makes the huge difference. If your exactly. product packaging or if the product stands, stands out, out yeah. stands out, yeah. then you don't need to do all those fancy stuff with the creatives, right? So we, mm. I was speaking with one of our partners, and we're talking different strategies, like, hey, we can do, you know, this and that. When I actually looked at the product, I'm like, wait, wait a second, we're not gonna do anything because your product itself is so mm. unique. That it's gonna draws everybody's attention, right? Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, so those strategies, you know, if you have a unique product which just stands out, you know, you have you you're operating at the next level. So I can relate to that so much. So good point yeah. you know, for reminding that, Vincenzo. And moving on to the conversion point, uh, there are a few things you know uh, that you can do which can you know change the game. Uh, let's say once you have a traffic, you know. The first thing that I like to do is how can your images can relate with the buyer like as quickly as possible, whether it's an emotional, you know, whether it's emotional connect or logical connect. You know, the first thing that we do in, in the infographics is the concept of visual reference. For example, you know, people don't really, uh, you know, humans don't really understand numbers that well. For example, let's say you're selling, uh, you know, no, I always give that example. Let's say you're selling a extra large, you know, delivery bag. You know, maybe the Uber yeah. Eats or, or DoorDash. You know, drivers they you know they are the target audience. So you have two options. Your feature is extra large. You know, pizza delivery bag, right? So option number one is you can show the dimensions, like hey, it's 24 inches tall, 36 inches wide. You know, whatever the dimensions are, you can just show that feature that it's extra large. That is option number one. Option number two, you can use the concept of visual reference and show how many extra pizzas you can actually hold in that bag and show the picture of that. So then people can instantly and logically they can connect with the image. Like the pizza driver, you know, pizza driver or a delivery driver, you know, is thinking like, oh wow, I can carry like two extra, extra large pizzas in this bag. Perfect. And I can also carry, you know, maybe two liters of you know. A pop or you know you know Coca Cola whatever, so they can instantly connect because you are using a visual reference concept as opposed to just showing them the numbers. Okay, you know it's twenty four inches tall or thirty because it just in, in increases your conversion uh, time, right? So if you're making you know the, your buyer, if you're making your buyer think, you know you're losing. Show them visually with the visual reference. For example, let's just say your feature is lightweight. And you're selling a vacuum cleaner it's a lightweight vacuum cleaner you can actually show like you know it's only let's just say two kilograms right or you can also you know show two kilograms is not maybe you know that's not the actual <laughs> you know, let's just say it's you know five kilograms right for, exactly. uh, and it's it's and it's a uh, lightweight so if five kilogram is considered lightweight instead of showing the weight 
maybe I would show a young girl, young girl carrying the vacuum cleaner with one hand and going downstairs or going upstairs. Okay, makes sense. Right, so it's like the same feature, but you're showing visually and telling the people like what is the actual benefit. It's a lot better than just showing the numbers. A so number, yeah. If you just change the concept, you know, in your infographics, like how you're showcasing that, it's a huge beneficial. You know, we see an uptick in conversions like right away. So that is what you know. There's like so many examples. You know, what you guys can do. You can search on Google 99 visual references. So I have you know collected, uh, you know, the best visual references. You know, in the Amazon space, the images, the ideas that you can steal. You know, go to that blog. You know, it will give you so much good ideas. You know how you can. Mm -hmm your main images uh i mean the infographic images just by having a new concept so this is what has been working really really well for the infographics but that is only you know you know one fifth of how you can increase the conversion the next part is the you know amazon you know lifestyle images right so how there's a concept that we do to make your conversions go up like there's three different things you can do like one is um emotional you know extreme use then the second one is extreme conditions and the third one is um extreme emotions right so whenever you're creating a lifestyle image you got to think to yourself that okay how can i add either an extreme emotion or ex show the extreme use or extreme conditions so for example you're selling a bathroom anti-slip bathroom mat right yeah so it protects you from slipping right so the feature is it's an anti-slip and you know it's very safe to use in the bathroom right so you can either just show you know a feet you know on you know on on the bathroom mat that could be one lifestyle image which everybody's doing or maybe you can use a pregnant lady who's getting a tummy inside her mm -hmm. baby and she's the one stepping onto onto that anti-bathroom mat so what is that that's like extreme emotion it's the same image, you're doing the same thing, but you're connecting an extreme emotion. Even though if you have no reviews on your listing, people are going to, you know, trust yeah. your, your product. Yeah, you really understand the need, you understand their pain, basically. Yeah. Exactly. So that is one example of adding extreme, maybe emotions, right? For example, extreme conditions. Let's say you're selling waterproof, you know, you know outdoor camera, right? So yeah. the feature, feature is that it's waterproof. Right. Maybe show that in the stormy night. Right. Photoshop all those, you know, hails and, you know, wind and, you know, just show yeah. that it can last in those stormy nights as well. Right. So it's an extreme condition. Right. Or maybe you're selling, you know, again, vacuum cleaner. And mm. the feature is that it can pick even the small little things. Right. Maybe show that in a messy house with, you know, with multiple dogs, with dog hair all around the house, and then it's just cleaning that. So there are lots of, you know, emotional, uh, extreme uses, conditions, things, you know, that you can do in the lifestyle images. If you do this visual reference and extreme uh, lifestyle images, your conversion will go up, right? Awesome. Obviously, you know, obviously there are, there needs to be like better reviews, you know, your price uh, is to We're not talking about... That, Right. But that this itself already gives you a huge advantage. Yeah, on top of your competition, we do. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So these are some of the things that you can do, you know, and the same concepts can also be applied to your video, to your A plus content, right? So that can that can really help, you know, elevate your conversion rates. Right. Yes. Another, another example, maybe, you know, 
you're selling disposable cutlery. So the, what is the problem with the cutlery that it, you know, it can break while eating because it's a plastic. It's, you know, so how do you show the uh, durability? Maybe do a bend test, you know, bend it, bend it all around. Say, hey, look at that. Like, you know, it's not going to break. So now it's a no brainer for the buyer to not buy that product if he's looking for that feature, right? Yeah. Instead of just showing it's durable and won't break, just show them it won't break. Very good. I like so, it. Yeah. So that's how you can increase the conversions with creatives. Nice. Um, now, uh, still uh, on this topic, when it comes to um, these images, like I, I see more and more often people um, using more, uh, 3D modeling or rendering for the images because it, it seems like in some of the context, especially supplements, you want them to look very, the packaging very perfect, like the curvature of the packaging and things like that. Like sometimes on, on the on a photograph, it's difficult to achieve. So what is your take on that? Like, would you say there is a specific guide you use like for this kind of product, you use 3D modeling and rendering for this photography? Or it's really based on on the choice of the of the client? What is your feedback on that? So 3D rendering, I am a, I am a big fan of doing 3D mm -hmm. rendering. You know, uh, it just makes your product look so much better. Exactly, right? yeah. professional. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it looks professional because when somebody, when a human is taking a picture, there's a chances that there will be human error. But on a 3D rendering, it's being done virtually on a computer. Literally, you don't have any, you know, any uh, lighting issues or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So, what how I like to use 3D rendering is mainly for the main image that's number one because if you have a 3d rendered main image it's just going to stand out it's going to pop out from the search results mm -hmm. it's going to look so much better it can help you with the click-through rate but on these other images in the lifestyle images if you're doing like the actual models if you're doing like actual photos don't use the 3d rendering and if you're using like stock images, maybe you can use 3D rendering, you know, and, and Photoshop that into your lifestyle images and just make sure that it looks real because sometimes it can look fake. So you have to be mm -hmm. very careful with that. But again, with the infographics, you know, you can use 3D rendering and also some products, you know, let's say if you have to show what's inside the product or maybe if you have to show the exploded view of, uh, you know, of, of a product. So those types of images are, you know, really nicely done by 3d rendering but how i like to do there are some like uh, types of products which would make so much sense if you do a 3d rendering for if your product is a hard surface product it's gonna mm -hmm. be really good if your product is white or black in mm -hmm. color because white reflects a lot of light and black absorbs a lot of light so chances mm -hmm. of you know uh, error with photography goes really high unless you're working with a really professional photographer, right? So if you have a product in white or product in black, I would recommend you go with 3D rendering and uh, a transparent product, you know, highly reflective products, 3D rendering works great. Or if your competitor or whole niche is, for example, supplements, everybody is doing 3D rendering. So for those kind of categories, you must do 3D renderings. And how I would avoid, you know, some categories where you don't want 3D rendering at all, maybe clothing, right you don't want clothing to be 3d rendered or soft surface products you don't want uh, 3d rendering for um, or product shapes which are very complicated you know so more complicated let's say if you have to 3d render uh, a laptop right so it's a lots of little things uh, which can go wrong and you know it's just going to be 
so lengthy process. I would rather yeah. hire yeah. a photographer just you know do a good job. So it really depends what to choose. But me personally, I'm a big fan of 3D rendering uh, for the products that fit well for it. Awesome. Now on 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 the images, um, usually I get this question a lot, and I guess it also gonna depend on on data you gather through our split testing. But people always says like, after the main image, which one do you think is the is the next best order when it comes to the secondary, the third image, and so on? Like, what are some of the elements that they must be there? Like a, an image that talk about comparing my product as a competitor, an image that talks about packaging, an image that talks about benefits. Like, do you have some must have? at the high level that you can also share in the in that perspective like or that you like to follow for that as well uh there is um you know there's no you know hard and fast rule what the okay. order should be uh what we like to do is you know three different things one is the product shots you know hmm. what you want to show is the product first that is the first thing for example if you're selling, let's just say a laptop, you know, going back to the same example, in the main image, let's say you show the laptop open, right? And the next image, you know, what people want to see is the laptop closed. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so show them the product first, you know, where you can do it in the two images or you can do it in the three images, you know, does not really matter. Do not show your product on the sixth image because people want to see the product first right okay. like say if, if it makes sense or not right next comes is the features and benefits right so so in the and that can be shown in the infographics or lifestyle images depending on what is your feature and what is your benefit right and somewhere uh you know in the images you want to sneak in your unique selling proposition in such a way it really depends on what 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 is the unique selling proposition so you you want to tell a story and see where your unique selling proposition fits the best most of the time it's on the fifth or sixth image if your seventh is a video fifth or sixth should be your uniqueness unique selling proposition but many sellers they do a mistake that they show their unique selling proposition right after the product shots or on the second image the reason why we avoid that is because it can confuse people that you know uh it can you know because let's say if you're selling a bundle right okay. show them the main product first before you just add a bundle image right so so this is what we have been doing but again you know there's no hard and fast rule it, it is different for everybody what i would recommend is using you know tools like intellev i've been using it recently you know what you can do you can upload all your uh, there's a pickfu tool as as well you can show you can see the heat map right so yeah. always uh, do those testing you know um and see where the heat map is what are some some of the images people are going first Right so there, if if they're looking at you know the deck of images, there has to be you know, certain images which just attracts people's attention like right away. So do those testing, and you can just change it up. But uh, to be honest, we have not seen a significant improvement just by changing the order. Right. So it really makes sense for sellers who are doing you know fifty thousand a month just from one SKU or hundred thousand. So it would make sense to do these kind of split testing. But if you have you know a less than you know, fifty thousand a dollar product a month. You know, you're not gonna exactly. see big difference just by changing the order. But the advanced level sellers, they are testing it already. Very good. Um, now, when it comes, I mean, of course, the images is always the main thing to to play with when it comes to 
providing a improvement in in conversions. But after that, which one would you say would be the second most important thing? Will it be the A plus content? Will it be the video? Will it be the copy? I mean, the copy, of course, is very important. But from the perspective more of the visual aspect of the listing, like um, what would you say is the next thing after the images? Yeah, it's got to be A plus content, right? So yeah. uh, first thing, you know, when when people look at the review, we have done, you know. Um, heat mapping with some of our buyers and what we see that instantly people look at your images and then they click on the reviews so when they click mm -hmm. on reviews they go all the way down to you know the bottom of the page read some reviews when they come up then they start reading your a plus content right so they re-engage with the a plus content and most of, and most of the time you know they uh make their decision you know just by you know they don't want to like you know uh spend way too much time you know, uh, on a listing before making a decision unless it's expensive product. So images and A plus content is more than enough, you know, for them to decide if they're going to purchase a product or not. You know, if they're really interested, you know, they will watch the video, but their decision is kind of made during the images and A plus content. So, okay. you know, very interested people would watch the video. Uh, and yeah, so, you know, that's what has been working really, really well for the for the conversion images. And the next thing I would do is the is the A plus content on my images. But videos, you know, a lot of sellers, you know, they they really want video on their listing. But if they look at the video views, it's only you know it's like less than fifteen percent of the actual sessions that they have on the listing, right? Okay. And it's always you know it's also like a little bit challenging to find what kind of video would work the best for uh, because video is like you know it's like let's say 45 seconds thing right so video is also like where are you showing the content which attracts the buyers the most right so video it's like just a very linear thing images you know they can scroll up and down see what they what they really want to see first right so on a video they have to literally wait 45 seconds and uh, and it's only serious buyers watching the video anyways so so i would say a plus content awesome and just to conclude the a plus content um what is your take as well with the new addition of, for example, premium A plus content? Like, have you seen really a big jump in terms of uh, improvement as well? Or will you say it's really minimal when it comes to jumping from the normal A plus to the premium one? Yeah. Uh, if you have a product that has like lots of features and benefits, you know, lots of different things that you can do, premium A plus content is a game changer. It's been, you know, uh, it's been helping really well for our clients who are selling like ex expensive products. Right. For example, if you're selling like, you know, headphones, you know, with the 120 bucks or something like that, or, you know, 150 bucks for a headphone, mm -hmm. it works really well because we can go in depth and, you know, explain the product really, really well. Uh, like what, why people should buy that. We have a lot of real estate to convince people, but we haven't seen the biggest impact on a basic products. Like, for example, if you're selling coffee mug, right? So, like, what's the best you can do? by premium a plus content like your regular a plus content can do as good as job as your premium a plus content so it's really working well for the products that can handle premium a plus content that right? can leverage the extra size of of uh, real estate basically yeah exactly. right and repeat repeating content over and over exactly and aesthetically you know uh premium a plus content like every single time it just looks better because there's no bleed between the exactly models. Right. So you can so you can design in very better, you know, in a nice way, you know, they're broader. So it just looks better. And also for the mobile version, you know, the premium plus content you know, works it way looks better. Smoother. 
you know mm-hmm. so, so those are the advantages obviously premium is better but if you if you ask me the biggest impact is from the products that can you know leverage the modules yeah. given by so a lot, lot of products i see that they're still you know un, underqualified for premium plus content yeah that's good thank you so much kamal i mean this episode was full of so many insights and, and you know strategies when it comes to how to improve conversions which i strongly believe is the only way that you can really become profitable on Amazon because I, I hear all the time people focusing so much on, on on PPC, this and that, which of course is important. But if you're driving all these strategies when it comes to traffic, but the foundation is not there when it comes to you know how the product is basically perceived by your potential clients, uh, you're gonna basically uh, flop, right? So um, thank you so much for all those tips, and I think for sure people might be wondering you know it, all this makes sense but i don't know how to do it so maybe you know i need to reach out to kamal so he can do it for me so um how they can reach out and work with you and, you and your agency yeah yeah so if you're looking for some help you know you can go to www.amz1step.com you know fill out the form or and and a book a call with one of our amazon specialists and we can walk you through you know how if we are the right fit for you or or not so that would be the you know best way to reach us out but if you guys want to follow us on social media see what we're up to you know instagram facebook you know search by forward slash amz one step and you know you'll find us there okay thank you very much kamal so have an amazing one and see you in the next one yeah been a pleasure bye Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or... Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.